0: It's time for Rain and Shine, your weekly regional science update, where we explore how the planet works and how we work with the planet. It's been cold lately, and while no one that I know, myself included, likes to scrape ice off windshields or walkways, I'd like to take a moment to acknowledge all the good things that cold does for us. I'll start by saying that around here, our relationship to cold is a bit like Goldilocks relationships to porridge. Humans, animals, and trees all benefit from just the right amount of cold on a regular basis, but sudden, extreme, or prolonged exposure to cold just won't do. However, not enough cold is also not good. Just instead of a more immediate kind of threat, the loss of cold causes a slower but just as inevitable plunge into ill health and sometimes death. To continue with the Goldilocks theme, bears are an animal that need cold. Not enough of it, and those big hibernating sweeties just wake up too early. Bears typically hibernate five to seven months, but over the past years we have seen bears coming out of hibernation in just four. When bears wake up, they are hungry. Bears do not like to be hungry, and nobody likes a hungry bear speaking of food, the days we are having now between 25 to 45 degrees provide just the thing that helps us have the bountiful orchards we do here on the western slope. Apples, apricots, cherries, peaches, and plums all require a certain amount of consistent and consecutive cold hours or chill hours as farmers and agronomists call them. The optimum chill temperature for these fruit trees is from 34 to 48 degrees Fahrenheit. Fruit trees gain chill hours when the temperature is continuously between 34 and 48 degrees, but they lose chill hours when the weather warms and the temperature rises above 48 degrees. If the temperature stays cold, chill hours accumulate, but if the weather vacillates between cold and warm, they do not. If there are not enough chill hours over the course of a winter, a tree will not fruit properly. Bud break, flowering, and fruiting can all be delayed or interrupted the next spring. So how is cold good for humans? Well, scientists now agree with the Wim Hof method. And it seems that regular dips or swims in water below 41 degrees has a positive effect on various parts of our bodies. It appears that cold water is good for the cardiovascular system, endocrine system, immune system, and our psyches. I found particularly interesting, given the current pandemic, that there is rising evidence that the rate of infectious disease in the upper respiratory tract of folks who spend even just a few minutes immersed in water below 41 degrees on a regular basis is 40% lower compared to those who did not. Now, remember while short-term regular exposure to cold water can improve the activity of the immune system, repeated exposure to this kind of cold without sufficient recovery time in between or prolonged exposure can lead to hypothermia and reduced immune function and even worse. So do that dip in the river, just don't overdo the dips in the river. Next time you go outside in the morning and the cold stings your cheeks or you have to shovel the walk, Maybe instead of feeling down about it, give a little gratitude to our friend the cold, which makes bears sleep, fruit trees bloom, and our bodies and minds strong. You've been listening to Rain and Shine, a production of The Learning Council, and written and narrated by me, Kala Rose Ostrander. To submit your nature and science questions, email us at rainshineweekly at gmail.com or visit our Facebook page. And thanks for listening!